Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So today, I will be talking about a Australian missing person case that's been unsolved for seven years now. So this person who was, um, so quick disclaimer: I mean, this goes back to anything I mentioned in this episode. Um, the case was actually recently reopened. Um, and these are things that I've just found on the internet or in, like, the documentary about this, um, missing case. And this is a missing child, so if you don't want to listen to this, you can listen to any of the other episodes I've made. So, yeah, I know Wikipedia isn't the smartest place to go to, but that's all I can find. I can only find that, so. We are I think I already said this, but, um... I will be talking about the disappearance of William Terrell. If my f- if my phone will let me load, let it load. So um, I'll have my iPad as well in case it Wikipedia that page oh my, doesn't open up on my phone. Never mind, it did. William Tyrrell was born on the June 26, 2011. He is an Australian boy. He disappeared at the age of three years old from Kendall, New South Wales, on the 12th of September, 2014. He was three at the time. He had been planning at his foster grandmother's house with his sister, and he was he, um, he was wearing a Spider-Man suit at the time of his disappearance. But the first time in seven years of the investigation, Tyrrell was believed to have been abducted on September 12th. Well, um, this is like a quick overview of it. Um, and on September 12, 2016, a reward of one million Australian dollars, Australian dollars, was offered for the recovery of William Tyrrell, and does not require the arrest, charging, or convicting of any person or people. On the 15th of November, 2021, after receiving new new evidence, New South Wales Police renewed the search for William Tyrrell in three areas surrounding Kendall, assuming that they were searching for human remains. On September 17, 2012, major media reported that William Tyrrell's foster mother and now deceased foster grandmother were being treated as persons of interest in his disappearance. The police began investigating the possibility of a fall from the balcony on the property. I'll get to my theories later on in this. So, William has been missing for seven years, two months, and ten days as of 2021. He would be ten years old now, and his sister would be twelve. On September 11, 2014, three William Terrell, um, his foster parents, and his five year old sister traveled at four hours from Sydney to visit his foster mother's mother in Kendall, his foster grandmother's house on and the room drive is directly across from bu- the Bushland Road from the Kendall State Forest, about 35 kilometers or 22 miles south of Port Macquarie. I, I can't say that. Between 10 and 10.25 a.m. on the 12th of September, William and his sister were playing hide-and-seek in the forest and backyard while his foster mother and foster grandmother were sitting outside watching them. But some people think that she, they weren't outside watching them. That's what some people think. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's one of my theories. 
His foster mother went inside to make a cup of tea. She became worried after she had not heard him from not had not heard heard him for five minutes and began searching the yard. And shortly after, William's foster father returned after going to Lakewood on business and began searching the street and door knocking neighbors. At ten fifty six a.m., his foster mother phoned triple zero, which is like the Australian Emergency Services. So it's like America's 911 and the UK's 999 to report him missing, and the police arrived at 11.06 a.m. So 10 minutes, like, after... Wait, no, that's not 10 minutes. Uh, I'm confusing myself. His foster mother's last memory was that Tiro was imitating a tiger's, like, roar while running towards the side of the house, and there was silence, and he had disappeared. His mother looked for him, but there was no success. Initial search efforts in the investigation, hundreds of police, members of state emergency services, roof fire service, the rail fire service, and members of the community searched day and night for volunteer specialist police, including crime squads from strike from strike forces, were immediately formed immediately formed. Motorcycles and helicopters were brought in to search. 200 volunteers searched overnight. Hundreds of people come rigging, rugging, rugged terrain around the home. <coughs> and police searched waterways and dams. The police searched every house in the estate and surrounded Room Drive several times. The police detection dogs were brought. In, and they managed to detect William's scent, but only within the boundaries of the backyard. Strike Force Roseanne was established with specially trained investigators from the State Crime Command who are experienced in unexplained disappearances of young children. They support the police, other emergency service work- services workers, and members of the public involved in the search. After five days, police said they were unable to come up with any leads. So, William's foster mother, um, said that she saw two, like, hot vehicles near the house the morning that he disappeared. The police later began investigating into, the police later began investigations into finding the drivers of two cars that were seen parked on the dead end road that morning William disappeared. The car is described as a white station wagon and an older style gray sedan were parked two driveways from the acre lot of land. They were seen with their driver's side windows down and were unknown in the neighborhood where locals are friends. These cars were noticed by William's mother, foster mother, and they had not been seen again since the time he disappeared. The police regard these particular vehicles with no suspicion as there seemed to be no logical reason why they would be parked on the street before William's disappearance. Reportedly at 9 a.m., a green or gray sedan car drove past past the Tyrrell home while Tyrrell and his sister were riding bikes in the driveway. The car drove into the No Tough Road and did a U-turn in the neighborhood driveway and drove out of the street. Secondly, a 4WD or four-wheel drive, another four-wheel drive, um, was sighted driving 
out of Benaroom Drive at around 10.30 a.m. About the time he disappeared, the same vehicle was later seen speeding down another Kendall Street. The police said they have known about these cars since the investigation started. However, as a, as part of the investigation, investigative strategies, the information about these vehicles were not released to the public until 12 months after William disappeared. So there are some reported sightings of him, but that like they've never been confirmed, like for they're real. More than one thousand suspected sightings were reported to the investigation team. In two years after Tiro's disappearance, this includes photos taken of a man and a young boy from Queensland who looked strikingly similar to Tira. 24 hours later, the police received another call to confirm that the boy was not him. In early 2015, two passengers and a member of the New Zealand-bound flight crew thought they saw Tira on a plane. The police met the aircraft at the airport and soon discovered it was not him. Another photo came across the police showing a young boy and a woman in a McDonald's restaurant in central Queensland. The boy looked similar to Tira and the woman who was with the boy looked like his grandmother the police are confirmed that the mother and the boy were not that so like a thousand suspected sightings were like false like you don't know if you don't think it's him if it looks like him but you don't think it's him then don't say anything well if you know it's him then say something later developments strike force rose in on September 16, 2014, Strike Force Region was established to investigate Tyr- to investigate Tyrrell's disappearance. It consists of 14 detectives and analysts working full-time to solve the case. The team was also shipped through hundreds of pieces of information pouring from the public. The ramped-up investigation came after a personal plea from Tyr- Williams' parents to members of state parliament. Deputy Premier and Minister for Justice at a private event in late 2015. The family's the family spokesperson said they, that, quote, they just want to reinforce that police believe he could still be alive, and they're just asking. Members of the public n- not to give up on him. The investigation is now the state's largest, involving dozens of analysts, analysts, analysts investigators, and two strike forces to present. run by the Homicide Squad and Rosanna 2, which provides assistance from Armadale Holdup um, Fraud Squad. Fraud squads. One million dollar reward. In, on September 12th, 2016, the second anniversary of William's disappearance. How is that the second anniversary? Wait. Oh yeah, that would have been the second. Yeah, because 2015 would have been the first year anniversary. The second anniversary of William's disappearance, the New South Wales government announced a $1 million Australian dollar reward for information on his whereabouts. <coughs> the, police say, the police say that the reward, the reward will be usually be paid out as a conditional on the arrest and conviction of the offender, but the recovery of William had been added as a condition on this reward. It is the largest ever reward offered to find a missing person in New South Wales history, and double the amount of the state's previous highest standing 
rewards of five hundred thousand attached to the nineteen ninety k, the nineteen ninety nine case of murdered teenager Michelle Bright. That's like completely out of a completely different episode. Case data: the case has led to a record a, a record a record number of over two hundred two thousand in. 800 calls to the New South Wales Crime Stoppers alone since Williams' disappearance. Police have interviewed more than 1,000 people in connection with the case. There have been 11,000 documents created by the police. The search has gone global as far as Europe and the U.S. Crime Stoppers' websites in up to 26 countries have been asked by the Australian Federal Police to post an appeal for information about the case. The police have identified 690 persons of interest to the inquiry and have called in other specialist squads within the state crime command to investigate many such as personal persons as low priority targets so that the rest are being questioned by strike forces. The Australian the Australian reported so that's like a newspaper here in Australia reported that it is possible detectives have already interviewed the the person or people involved but the police never confirmed that they did the 2018 search on june 12 2018 police announced that they will undertake a large-scale forensic search in bushland around kendall which will last for three to four weeks and be run by search experts from the poli- the public order and riot squad. Twenty twenty one search for remains. This is this is where it gets sad. On the fifteenth of November, twenty twenty one, New South Wales police announced that they had received new evidence and were renewing the search for Terrell in three regions surrounding the town of Kendall. This time, with an assumption that they would be finding his remains. Here's the thing. It was because they had seized his um, foster grandmother's car in Sydney, somewhere in Sydney, and then they decided they were going to tear up her backyard. Then they physically, literally, teared it up. Like they dug it up. Like there's like photos online. This case just gets more and more disturbing. Well, weird and disturbing in my opinion. Terrell was in foster care at the time of his disappearance, which prevented his biological parents from being named for legal reasons. The legal reasons bound to the legislation prevented them from being identified publicly or holding any press conferences for the purpose of appealing publicly about their missing son. On August 24, 2017, the New South Wales Supreme Court of Appeal ruled that Terrell's state of a fo- as a foster child and the fact he disappeared while in state care with foster parents was one of the legitimate public interests. His parents were previously allowed to speak during a 60 minutes, which is like an Australian like thing that's on every single like an Australian show that's on like on every single Sunday. It's like they talk about different things on that play, on 60 minutes. Like I've seen it, and they do like a lot of different things. So it's like this show that goes for like an hour, but it's like it kind of like a news thing. But they do like doc- it's like a documentary or like a case thing or some sort of thing. Wait, I'll Google it right now because I'm feel like I'm getting the description wrong. So this 60 minutes Australia. That show has been going since 1979. 
The Australian Car Defense Program. What? Australian current affair program with a proven record of excellence over several decades. Joint intelligence top reporters says they investigate, analyze, and uncover the issues affecting all Australians. So it's practically this like show that there is like every that's on like every single Sunday, and I've only got a couple of episodes. That's why my mom likes these like these really late. interview on the condition they did not show that they did not show their faces so like and like interviews and stuff if they don't want their faces shown they like blur them up so if like you've seen like documentaries and stuff with like people where their faces are all blurred out that's why the father of the murdered teenage teenager daniel morcombe had criticized the new south wales government's refusal to allow children's parents to speak publicly about their son's disappearance as it was vital to helping out to helping generate information that was followed up by the police they also feared the decision may have hindered the police investigation during the critical weeks following william's disappearance william's disappearance but the new south wales government released a statement saying it's quote key priority is to always act in the interest of the safety and well-being of children and not in any way to jeopardize ongoing police investigations. The current status, as of November 2021, despite various search efforts and forensic testing, police do not know what happened to William. In June 2015, Chief Inspector Gray Jubilin commented that the investigation is the the disappearance of William Terrell remains a priority for the New South Wales Police Force and said that investigators would treat the case as though he was alive until they had evidence proving otherwise. On February 20th, 2016, as as a police spokesperson said, okay, so here's the thing with these kind of cases. They get really, like, there's some parts, like, I know Wikipedia gets edited, like, some people change things on Wikipedia. So that's a disclaimer. I found all this information today. Like other times. On the. There, um, on the, I said that. Said that the on, on February 20th, 2016, a police spokesperson said that the ongoing investigation was one of the biggest investigations being run by homicide. By homicide. And that they had not given up hope for finding. William alive. On the 15th of November 2021, Detective Chief Superintendent Darren Bennett said that, quote, it's highly likely that if we find something, it would be a body. We are looking for the remains of William Terrell, no doubt that. Okay. Here are some of my theories. I agree with all the people who say that, so I agree with all the people who say that he fell from the balcony and that his kidnapping and disappearance was used to cover it up, which is why they couldn't find him. Another one that I think happened is that the whole thing was, like, the kidnapping did actually happen. But then people know, like, his parents... This is what's confusing. Like, this is the thing with theories. You don't always, like... 
some things don't theories don't make much sense but here's a theory they they like found him like he could be like anywhere like he could if he wasn't kidnapped and like he could be in a completely different country because you can get fake ideas like literally you can get so many fake ideas okay so that's it for like all the information i found online i'm going to find a dot like a video about it and then we're gonna watch that i'm gonna watch that on this episode okay Come back for part two of me watching the dog connect